Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, uh, Season 2, Episode 36, Time Flies When You're Having Fun. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. Now, tonight, no uh, no Tash, but otherwise, we've got a full panel. We've got Geordie, we've got Sienna, and we've got Mon, and uh, yeah, excited to talk all things footy, but before we do, let's uh, dive into our warm-up. And the one. And a two, and a one, two, three. Well, you know Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right, team. I know we have a little bit of fun, and uh, you know we find out a little bit, you know, about each other and things like that. But I'm looking at our DMs, and we've got to jump into our mailbag because everyone wants to know our reactions to that incredible grand final that happened last weekend. You know, the New South Wales. Harvey Norman's Women's Premiership, where we saw some unbelievable scenes with the West Tigers getting the job done there in uh, in extra time. Incredible, incredible stuff. So that's my question. Uh, what was your favourite moment from the big GF? Uh, Sienna, I'm going to start with you. I mean, the whole thing was just insane. I think every moment you were like, oh, my God, is it going to be Tigers? Is it going to be Sharks? Obviously went right down to the wire, and there were some pretty impressive moments, but I'm going to have to go with Keely Brown scoring in the dying moments of the extra time to set it up for M Curtin on the sideline for that kick. So Keely Brown just stood out to me the whole game and that was just a big moment. And I think it lost a little bit of cred because the whole thing was awesome. But yeah, that was definitely it for me. Just the pressure. It's uh, it was, it was one of the all time grand finals. That's for sure. Um, Jordy, what about yourself? What was the, what was the takeaway for you? Um, I don't think we, I don't think it's talked about enough, kind of like Sienna's mentioned. I think it flew under the radar, but M Curtin's conversion for that try in overtime to take it back to even, that's a huge moment and a, a lot of pressure riding on a not so easy kick. And she came in clutch. Goal kickers are, you know, we don't, we don't talk about them enough on the podcast. Let's really try and, um, you know, give them some love because, you know, that was, Truly special, and obviously, if she doesn't kick it, we're not having um, the conversation. So, yeah, um, incredible, incredible stuff. Mon, what about yourself? That was an absolute beauty. It was a cracking match. I was, um, yeah, completely invested in it, and um, as Sienna said, it went right down to the wire. Um, I'm going to send a little bit of love to the Sharkies way and to Quincy Dodd. I thought um, her try in the extended um, time to set Sam Bremner up was was beautiful. I always love seeing a hooker create something and Quincy Dodd's one of the best at it in the game and she just realised that uh, there was a lazy marker and went through and it was awesome to see Sam Bremner there in support. We spoke about it, didn't didn't we, last week about how Quincy's, you know, one of the best players in the game in terms of manipulating defenses, you know, uh, identifying a little bit of fatigue and, um, yeah, an, an incredible player, that's for sure. Look for myself, uh, guys, I hate to say I told you so, but uh, I told you so. I think on the last podcast, my exact words were, I've, I've had it, I am no longer... Um, you know, I, I'm no longer going to bet against uh, Emily Curtin because, you know, she's just continues to come up clutch each and every time. Now, 
you know, obviously she had an outstanding, um, uh, you know, game in, 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 I guess, regular time, but for her to produce what she produced in extra time was, was very, very special. And, you know, I, I guess th- this is what we've got to look forward to. She's, you know, made a little bit of move in the NRLW. You know, she's moving up north to the Gold Coast Titans. And, you know, I just, yeah, Emily's got a very, very special career ahead. Uh, but again, there we go. Congratulations to the West Tigers. Um, condolences to the Cronulla Sharks. Um, again, that elusive title um, continues to evade them. But, you know, two very high-quality football teams. And you've got to say the Sharks, they'll be there or thereabouts uh, next season as well. All right, team. Well, let's move into our first segment for tonight, All Ball. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? If I can influence people positively, then yeah, my work here is done. Now, team, there has been so much football where we've been previewing games and we've absolutely loved that. But, you know, with a few of these competitions, we're in a little bit of a mini, mini off-season. We get an opportunity to go back and, uh, and oh, I guess, talk about one of our favourite segments on the Mojo Sports Network, and that is All Ball, where we get to sit down with a player and talk all about uh, their career. And tonight, we are very, uh, well, we're, we're very fortunate to have one of the game's bright up-and-coming stars join us on the podcast. I'd like to welcome Ruby Jean Kennard Ellis to the podcast. Ruby, welcome. Hi. Yeah, great, great to have you. Uh, great to have you on the podcast. And uh, Ruby, I, I guess you know, for those that don't know, um, you know ab- about yourself yet. I mean, it's not going to be very long, and uh, and that will change. But um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So, how old are you? And um, yeah, let's start there, and then we're going to take it all the way back. So, yeah, how old are you at the moment? Um, 18, 20, 19 this year. Yeah, so like we joked off air, you know, you're a bit of an old fart like myself, you know, getting older there, 18 turning 19. But uh, all right, Ruby, let's take it all the way back. And, you know, what got you into football? Is this something that you've always been interested in or is this something you sort of came, you know, late to? T- talk to us about, I guess, your earliest memories of, of rugby league. So um, I didn't – I used to play netball, like, since I was, like, probably eight. Yeah. And I just like even think that I was going to play rugby league until probably four years ago. Like I started playing, like I was playing Oztag and Oztag and um, netball. And then just all my friends started to like move sports and netball got too boring. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at that. That's still pretty young, you know, four years ago, but isn't that interesting? So you have a netball background and you spoke a little bit about Oztag. Now, that is a very common theme, um, you know, it, when we obviously interview players in, in, on the Women in League show, is that Oztag background. Talk to us a little bit about that. Is that something, you, you you know, did you play one tournament? You know, is that something you have a big background in? Talk to us a little bit about that touch background. Yeah, so I played Oztag, like, I just played on a Friday night for fun. And then I, just, like, got asked to play, like, State Cup and, like, tried out for the State Cup team, and then I played for Hills Bulls, and, like, yeah. And I was like, it was just, like, it was good, but it just wasn't. I still didn't know if it was, like, my sport or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I... And what was missing, yeah. Ruby? So, obviously, you know, you start out with netball, you start out with Oztag. You know, what 
I guess what made you try out tackle? Like, talk to us about that. Was it was it your friends? Was it a coach? Was it your family? Is it something you went out and searched for yourself? You know, how did I guess talk to me about the lead up to you trying out tackle football because that's something that our listeners are very interested in in terms of yeah making that decision. How did you find your way to tackle footy? Yeah, it was actually really my parents. Like my mom wanted me to try. She was like, she told me that she'd think I'll be good at it. And I, was, I was like, I was a bit scared. Like, I was scared. And then my dad like was like, yeah, I should try. And then yeah, and then I tried. Okay, and then so, I liked it. Yeah, so it was the parents. No, it it, it is interesting and. Yeah, Ruby, talk to us about that fear because that, again, is something that we hear a lot about is, you know, there's there's a lot of people who, you know, different different pathways, different backgrounds, whether it's soccer, netball, touch football, but there comes a moment, Ruby, where you've got to turn up to your first training session, you've got to tackle someone for the first time, you know, you've got a big forward running at you. Um, yeah, talk to us about whether it's your first training session, your first game, those sort of first early memories of tackle footy, how did you find it? Yeah, my first training, I'm pretty sure we'd like start off with fitness. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and then we did like a little bit of tackle tech, but it wasn't like full on. It was just like a little bit. So I was like, it wasn't too scary, but still nervous. When the first game came, I was like, I didn't even want to go on the field. I was so scared. Um, Ruby, um, did you find it? particularly hard transitioning from a sport like netball and Oztag to rugby league? How did you adjust? And I suppose, you know, there's skills as well that you take from Oztag into rugby league, but did you find any challenges adjusting from the each code? Yeah, so I was playing, so when I was playing netball, like I actually started, like I was playing netball and then I had to go to my games to football, like on the same day. Like I was doing that for a couple of like, like the first year. But, yeah, it was actually hard because it's just, like, a whole different sport and, like, to netball. And I wasn't really, like, yeah, I just didn't. Hard to explain. But, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, look, like, you've spoken about being scared of tackling and that initial fear. But I've seen you tackle now and you're not scared of anyone. So what is it like to overcome that fear and, you know, grow as a player and grow as a league player? Yeah, it's good. Like, it's good not to be as scared as I was. I'm not, it's just like, I just have more faith in myself now. So it's like. Yeah, well, that, that, that's I'm just, it's a great question, Sienna. And, and Ruby, that's it. Like what, what, you know, for our listeners who are, oh, I'm not sure whether I should go and play. Like I play touch, I'm carving it up, I'm scoring a hattie. You know, I've scored a hat-trick every, every time I play. Life's good, but I don't know about playing tackle. Yeah, exactly to Sienna's point. Like, at what point did you start to feel comfortable? Like, was it just after – did it just take one game? Did it take a few years? Like, at what point did you, yeah, just feel comfortable and be like, hey, this is footy, I'm pretty good at it, and, and yeah. It was probably, like, my second season of Power, like Tasha Gale. Yep. Like – before that, like the first, years, I was just like playing it, just like because I just wanted to do something like else. And then yeah, I was just like two years ago, like just thought, oh yeah, like like I like the sport and like 
There we go. All right. So, so, so a couple of years in and then you're out there fearless, um, you know, taking out people and that's where we're going to get to. All right, Ribu, let's, let's sort of, um, talk a little bit about your pathways journey in terms of the different clubs that you've played for, uh, the different competitions that you've played for. So let's take it all the way back to the start. Where was your first football, uh, tackle footy played? Um, at the All Saints, Toongabby Tigers. Yeah, nice. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how many sort of, how many games, how many seasons did you kind of play there? Well, I started under 14s. Yep. So I played all the way to under 18. Yeah, nice. And position, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's the big spoiler alert. Where does, where did you sort of play when you were younger? And is it the same position? Has that kind of changed for you? At the start, it was just like, you just get chucked in anyway. I was like just in like the second row. Or like forward. Yep. I, I played centre a little bit, but that was just random. Um, and then I got moved. Yeah, then I was second row. And then my first year of para, I was actually, like, I actually played half. Yeah, right. And yeah. And now, but now I'm a forward. Okay, excellent. Oh, well, it's going to be really interesting to get in that, uh, that half um, year as well. All right, my friend. So you play local footy for you know, four seasons, and then something happens. You get an opportunity to play for a new club. You spoke, you, you touched on it a little bit there. Talk to us about your move into the Tasha Gale system there for Parramatta. How does that, again, how does that work for, for these, for, you know, for some of our younger listeners that are keen to sort of follow your journey? Um, you know, did you have scouts watch some of your local footy? Is it something you applied for, trained for? Did coaches reach out? How did you find your way into a Tasha Gale system and, um, you know, uh, in, into the Parramatta system there? Yeah, so it was just like um, it was just out on the Para page and then we just had to put our name down and just come for the trial and just trial and hope for the best. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, you know, and, and sometimes it's as easy as that, keeping up to date and just putting your name forward. Um, talk to us about the trials because I guess what I'm interested in is like trying to get an understanding of – what was that level like? Like when you moved from local footy to Tasha Gale, even once you started to get into a few games, um, you know, you kind of made the team. Did you notice that it was faster, more physical, about the same? Did you, did you see a little bit of a difference at that Tasha Gale level? Yeah, it is. It's more, way more faster and has so much more physical behind it. But yeah, okay. a lot faster. Excellent. And before I guess we close the chapter of your local footy, any success? Did you, what was sort of, you know, as a team, were you guys a team that, you know, didn't make the finals, made the finals? Did you win a few titles? Um, yeah. Do you quickly touch on your success or, yeah, how'd you go at local footy? Uh, the first year I played, we went okay. We're like in the middle of the ladder on that. But the second year, we were like, we were bad. But. <laughs> There we go. That's all right. Hey, you know, you can still uh, you can still go places even in a team that's uh, that's struggling a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and you've spoken about playing Tasha Gale and you've played for a few years now. Like, but you had the opportunity to captain Para in the Tasha Gale Cup. What was that like for you? Was that something that was super exciting? Or yeah, it was good because I'm not like much of a talker. Like, I don't really talk a lot, but. Yeah, good that I had someone else with me. So yeah, just- captain has to lead by example too, and that's something you do on the field. So that's definitely a huge opportunity for you as well. Yeah, it was good to tell my parents. I made my parents proud. <laughs> 
Roots, you just touched on it before. Um, in your Tasha Gale season, you had quite a few. Did you have quite a few of those girls move from Tasha Gale up into the Opens program? Um, for Harvey Norman Cup this year. Yeah, we had. Uh, yeah, we had it like basically like uh, like probably more than half the team went to Harvey. They're all young, like the ones that were young couldn't come, obviously, but. Ruby, that's 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 huge. And were you part of that? Like, so obviously you will, t- you know, we'll, we'll, we won't close off on your Parramatta experience. But were you able to get some reps up in the Harvey Norman comp? Yeah, I played for Wenty. Yeah, nice, excellent. All right, well, you know, just to quickly close off on the Parramatta um, Tasha Gale experience, you know. How did you find it? We spoke a little bit about the level. You said it was a little bit faster, a little bit more full on. And again, did you have any success? How did the sort of team go? Well, the first year we played, we the first actually the first two years, we went like we just weren't there yet. But last year or this year, yeah, it was this year. We were good. Like the team like gelled and we're a lot stronger this year. Yeah, excellent. All right. Sounds like there's going to be some success in your future with a few sort of struggling seasons back there in junior footy. All right, my friend. Okay, so then obviously Tasha Gale, that's pretty cool. You know, you know, players in and around your age group, you're starting to feel comfortable now. To Sienna's point, you're, you're appointed captain. An incredible honour. Um, you know, we'd love that. But then... Obviously, you step up into Wenty into this New South Wales competition. Now, Ruby, each and every week, I talk about the New South Wales state competition and the Queensland state competition as being just underneath the NRLW as the toughest competitions in the world of women's rugby league. Like, it is unbelievable. I try and promote it as much as I can to our locals. Get down and watch this football. It's incredible. Ruby, in your own words, what was that step up like? You know, coming from Tasha Gale, Making that making that step up, playing against you know you know grown women in in that state comp. How'd you find training? How'd you find those first few games? Talk about talk about the uh, the step up. Yeah, I was nervous. I was really nervous. It was it was really tough though. It was tough. Yeah, and it's it's like how do how do you like obviously in the dressing sheds before games? I'm sure as a younger player, you know you're stressed and. You know, there's a lot of Tasha Gale grads who, you know, they feel exactly the same thing. But at what point do you, you know, does it just take one or two runs for you to settle down in a game? Like, at what point do you kind of forget about all the nerves? Or are you still nervous in a game? Like, like you know, tell us a little bit about it. Like, is it just the first five minutes, ten minutes, and then you're out there just um, tearing off heads? How does it go, especially in the middle there? Yeah, I have to, like, it's probably, like, the first two sets. Like, I have to be involved, like, straight away so then, like, I know how it feels and like I'm just gonna get used to it and then yeah, I forget about like the other the opposition, how big and whatever. It's the first couple sets. Uh Ruby, um you said that you played in the Harvey Norman um comp with the Wenty Magpies. Um how did that like your season go, training? Um, did you feel like pre season was a little bit harder than what you've done in the past? Like how were those group of girls and that coaching staff, you know, um, how do they kind of welcome you into their club? Yeah, so um, I didn't really do much of the preseason because Tasha Gale and I was like, we're just coming into it. Like they were already doing preseason. But, yeah, it was good. Like the the training the training was really good. Like we all had the energy and everything. It's just uh, the games, like just the other teams, that was just tough. But I was just unlucky that. 
our team didn't go great this year. But I reckon next year, build our team and I'll be great. But, but yeah, the trainings are good and the coaching staffs are good too, though. They give us good like, feedback after the games. Yeah, and you've spoken about, you know, the team growing over a couple of seasons and you saw that happen with Parra. You said you weren't so strong and it's built up in Parra now, a great strong club in the Tasha Gale. So that should reflect on Wenty as well in the coming seasons. Obviously, you spoke about a lot of the Tasha Gale girls going up into Wenty. Um, what was it like having such a young team in the open women's comp and having like not as much experience as other teams that boasted heaps of NRL players so that must have been tough but what was that like for your team? Yeah I think a lot of us were just like thinking about because like all the other teams did have like NRLW players and then we just had like we were just full of young kind of newbies but yeah it was yeah it was good. Good challenge yeah. Yeah I know um, Rubes you just said that you didn't have a whole lot of bigger names in your squad, but you've had a lot of recent success on the rep side of selections and tournaments lately. Um, do you want to talk us through some of those? Yeah, so um, played for City in um, Gold Coast. Yeah, was love that, the City Slickers. So was that your first, I guess, taste of rep football? Um, I played City last year. Yeah, nice. Yep, yep. How'd you find um, how'd you find that footy? I'm very I'm very interested to get a bit of a sense of what that style of football is, especially in the different levels, the different comp competitions. So so to I guess to Geordie's point, yeah, how how did you find that city experience? Yeah, it's really good. Like you get the opportunity to like show the, like the coaches or the selectors that are watching like what you have in in a short period of time. Yeah, abso- yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to get the, the rest of the panel can fill in the blanks a little bit as well because, Ruby, talk to us a little bit about you as a player. You've spoken about you play in the middle. I mean, yeah, to, you know, if you had to explain to someone your style of football, what would it be? Is it someone that, you know, you touched on, hey, you spent a bit of time in the halves there in the juniors, which is something to remember, but, you know, do you have a pass in you? Are you someone that, you know, just looks to carry carry the ball forward? Yeah, try and, try and explain your playing style if, if someone hasn't sort of watched you play um, yet. Well, I like to I like to run the ball a lot, but sometimes I, I try to look for the holes to end and pass, but if it's, yeah, I try pass, but I don't know how to. Now, Sienna, you fill in the game, uh, the blanks, please, and I guess Jordy can do the same because, yeah, obviously, you know, they've watched a fair bit of tape of you, and, um, yeah, Sienna's done a little bit more than that as well. So, Sienna, did you want to jump in a little bit and talk about what Ruby's like on the football field? Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I've had to go against Ruby in Tasha Gale, and that was something that our team was – aware of that she was a great player, great runner, and really, really solid defender. And I've been lucky enough to play alongside Ruby at City. And you've undersold yourself here. You're a great player. You run really, really hard and you always get up. And something about Ruby is she plays the ball so quickly that she just catches everyone out on the back foot because she's played the ball so quickly. And in defense, you don't miss tackles. So 
you've undersold yourself here. You, you're a great defender. So now, Jordy, it's definitely it's, one to watch. It's starting to make sense here. You know, you, you've got this player who you know flew through local footy, made a way through to Tasha Gale, the representative jerseys, including New South Wales. Is that right as well, Ruby? Yeah, excellent. Um, Jordy, anything more to add there to Sienna? Um, you know, because you know my my little uh, birdies out there, my little scouts just say. Pretty much exactly the same thing, but uh, there's not too many people like to stand in front of Ruby. No, well, as a coach who's had to lead the Tasha Gale girls against the para team that we played this year, um, Rubes was definitely one that we ID'd as a danger player in the team. So great when she's playing for uh, New South Wales. Uh, not so great when you've got a coach against her. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Ruby, what was the New South Wales experience like? Yeah, it was really good. The girls are good and... Like that, just experience is good. Absolutely. And then talk about, um, we'll, we'll start off with players. Like, you know, you've been very fortunate to be in different systems, to play with different people, you know, your own age, maybe a little bit older. Is there a particular player or players that really stand out as like giving you advice or, you know, is there anyone that's really sort of helped you and helped your game or even just giving you a piece of advice that's really stuck with you? Is there anyone that really comes to mind in terms of supporting you so far in your young career? No, as in like a player that I would yeah, play with? Yeah. Yeah, so um, in the New South Wales and City game, she Ruben turned in like, as a hooker, like she's, you know, how she directs and like tells us forwards where to go and all. Yeah, she was like, even like, just like little extras after like training, she would like help me out and like with our plays and that, just to like make sure I get it on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, now now is where you win your brownie points, right? Let's talk about some of the coaches that you've had over the years. Um, Ruby, it's a big part of it, isn't it? You know, just you know, making sure you've got the right fit, the right people. Uh, you know, it's obviously difficult to pick favourites. We won't get you to do that. But, you know, is there a particular coach that really stands out, someone that's really supported you and helped you um, as a player? Oh, yeah, probably my Tasha Girl coach, Ryan. Yeah. He's been with me for two years in, at Tasha Girl and he, has, he actually has helped me a lot in the game. And talk to us about that development. Like even in, you know, I just, you know, this show, uh, the game at the moment, there is just so much rugby league. Like it's hard to believe like, you know, where what we were doing even 12 months ago in, in, the, in this game that we love. Even just think about that. Like, you know, what's, what's something that, you know, you've gotten a lot better at? What's something you've been working at? You know, when you think about you as a player 12 months ago to, compared to you now, is there a particular part of your game that you feel like you've sort of been focusing in on, you've improved? Um, yeah, think back to, yeah, about a year ago, yeah. Yeah, probably how I run the ball. Like, I used to just run at, like, at faces and yeah. not space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk, talk a little bit more about that. So, so you're saying that you would, um, you you wouldn't, you know, you you were sort of focusing in on the the people in front of you, not so much the space. So talk to us a little bit about that. I'm fascinated in terms of what goes into the minds of these beloved forwards in our game. You know, because for me, I just see you guys from the sideline or out there on the football field. It looks like you guys are just going red and trying to run over the top of people. But there's obviously a little bit more of a sweeter science to it. So tell us a little bit about some of the tips that your coach gave you, and yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so my footwork, like I tried to like start using my foot, footwork so yes yeah, so like 
bit 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 less of an easy kill, that's for sure. Yeah. So and rooms, obviously, that's worked a treat for you because off the back of all your successes that you've had earlier in the year, you've signed for NRLW in the upcoming season. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Nervous, though. I'm actually really nervous. We start training tomorrow. <laughs> well, we won't keep you too late, Ruby. You'll be, uh, you won't want to be well-rested well for it. But, Ruby, that's... Um, that's pretty special. And, and I mean, you know, thinking about, you know, the, the young girl who was playing netball, you know, rugby league wasn't really on your radar to where you are now. Like at what point did you think that the NRLW could potentially be an opportunity for you? Like at what point did you consider NRLW? Over the, season, the Tasha girl season, I just went. That's when I like, I was like, oh, crap. like I can actually like, try to make make a team like do this that's when I like thought like something I could do something like I know I can do something yeah absolutely and we're seeing obviously for our listeners who are listening to this audio you've got quite a bit happening on your in your background there and you know that's probably one of your goals you're right on your big wall you know playing the NRLW but is that is that kind of you know what are your ambitions you know is this something you want to make a bit of a career out of do you want to be playing rugby league in the NRLW longer term I mean 18 turning 19, I mean, I just saw Steph Hancock score. I mean, she's in career best form. She's just hit 40 years of age. Ruby, you could be playing NRLW, and, and I'd be a very, very old elderly man. Is, is this kind of your your career ambitions now? Yeah, hopefully. I hope I'm, like, there for a long, long time. Yeah, that's really exciting. But talk to us about finding out that you were going to play NRLW. Obviously, this is a bit of an aspiration of yours and you've worked hard, you've ticked off all these goals, city, origin, and now you find yourself in a para NRLW jersey. What was it like finding out that you were going to play in the NRLW? Yeah, so when I got the call, I was actually laying in bed. (laughs) Yeah, I got the call and the the person that called me, he was just telling me about like how my season went and he's like, Oh, I just get straight to it and he told me and I was like I was I didn't say anything. I couldn't I didn't know what to say. I was just quiet. He had to ask me like if I was still there, do I want it? I was like, Yes, yes. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. And, you know, Ruby, give us a little bit of an insight into the football field. Like you know, is there a lot of like banter? Is there a lot of shit talking? Is there not so much? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you, you're you're a little bit of a, you know, you obviously let your actions do the talking. But how do you find that? Is it is there, is there much? <laughs> excuse me. Is there much chat out on the field? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I love that. All right, so we're going to head into the NRLW season. Uh, training starts for you. Excited about that opportunity. Um, have you had a little bit of a glance at the roster and some of the names that you'll be playing alongside of? I mean, you know, there, there's a few that come to mind. I mean, Parramatta, um, you know, they, they've gone about building an incredible squad. Is there a couple of players that really sort of have caught your eye already just on paper that you're looking forward to playing alongside? Yeah, like I'm excited to play with, like, Kennedy and, like, Gay and all that. Just, like, especially Kennedy because, like, she's my position too and I can, like, learn a lot off her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Kennedy, you know, she, she's uh, 
um, yeah, one of one of the one of the best up and coming uh, players in our game. That's for sure. That's definitely a that's definitely a, a, a great person to to look up to. Well, look, Ruby, we uh, wish you all the very best for the upcoming NRLW season. We um, yeah jumped at the opportunity to get you on the podcast because we think we know that you're going to be an absolute superstar of our game moving forward. You're going to be running over the top of people um, in the NRLW competition before you know it, which is really really exciting. Uh, but Ruby, we you don't get away with it that easily we're also going to carry you through to our next segment rapid fire as we break down some of the best fullbacks in our game all right team well let's dive into that let's uh, talk all things rapid fire and we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things what you need to know tonight your apologies to matt damon we ran out of time for him tonight we'll get him on the air again soon oh my boss is saying closing time maybe that's what you're doing all right, team, easy one in rapid fire. These are the types of players that, you know, Ruby wants to get a handle of as, as a forward. She wants to get those little fullbacks and put a big hit on. Um, but don't we have some of the most unbelievably talented players in our game? This was a pretty difficult question, and that is, who is the best fullback in the game right now? So let's go around the grounds and offer up our thoughts. Mon, going to start with you. Obviously, there is a variety of talented fullbacks to choose from in the um, NRLW competition. Um, but my out and out favourite fullback in the game at the moment is Tamika Upton. Um, we know how good she has been for the Broncos since 2019. That's when she made her debut into the NRLW. Um, you know, she, she's, we know she can score a try, um, she can score hat tricks. She scored, you know, 28 points in two years. Um, at the Broncos, she's represented the Indigenous All-Stars, represented Queensland. Um, you know, she's been selected in the Australian side many years. Um, and now just currently, um, you know, signed with the Newcastle Knights, which is amazing because, you know, um, I want to try and, you know, pick her brain a little bit whenever I see her around. Um, so, yeah, for her to sign in Newcastle is is huge for the club. Um, and it's it's very, very exciting to see what um, our club can do with a person like Tamika Upton. Yeah, absolutely. One of the best players in the game joins the greatest sporting franchise in the entire world in the Newcastle Knights. A uh, little bit of a Nova Castrian homer here, that's for sure. But no, Tamika Upton, incredible player and just been watching, you know, more and more of her, you know, getting very, very excited about the upcoming NRLW season. What makes her such a great player? It's just her anticipation, her ability to attack. But, Mon, I think there's some other subtleties to her game that we'll definitely talk more about on the podcast as well, so much to the way in which she plays football. Um, Jordy, what about yourself? It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? This is probably the one position where you can't really go wrong with your answer. Oh, it's going to be a very interesting Jillaroo's uh, announcement when they actually pick this one for real. I am on Emma Tonegato's side on this one. I think ET's been a... Uh, absolute game changer in the way she plays at fullback in the women's game and, you know, how much of an impact she was able to have in one season. And it's a short, it was a short season, but she's just incredible. So she's my pick for pick for it tonight. Yeah. Just getting better and better. Um, you know, the more, the more football that she plays, which is a scary thing. Ruby, what about yourself? Um, again, so many to choose from. There's probably a few, uh, you know, local fullbacks in and around your area as well that could come into contention here. But, yeah, where are you going with this one? Best fullback in the game right now. Yeah, she's injured right now, but I reckon Bo. Yeah, love that. 
Bovedo Welsh, incredible, incredible player. Um, and yeah, wish her all the very best in her recovery. She'll be back on the football field before we know it. And um, yeah, tearing into some Queenslanders as well, which we love to see. Sienna, what about yourself? This is a bit of like a controversial one because she hasn't even reached the NRLW yet, but Gail Broughton has just been phenomenal this Harvard season. And she's a star in the Sevens arena. We already know that. She's a gold medalist. Like it doesn't get much better than that. And I am really excited to see her rip and tear at Para this season with Ruby alongside her. So it's going to be pretty awesome to see her. Yeah, she is a serious problem and someone we're going to be um, seeing more and more football in. That, that's that's for sure. Uh, look for myself, going to go with Avania um, Politi. I, I think that, you know, when you think about her performance at the Gold Coast Titans, it was really special. And I'm like all of you guys. I'm starting to look at some of these these higher representative teams, whether it was Origin or the World Cup coming up, and I'm just thinking about how are all of these players going to be you know, fit into these teams. So, yeah, cannot wait for some of these, um, you know, selections to happen for real. Um, I, 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 you know, those selectors, they're going to have a difficult time of it. But there we go. There's just a handful of players that are absolutely um, at the peak of their powers and dominating the competition at the moment. And again, team, this is all building us up to our next NRLW season. It's just around the corner, so we cannot wait. All right, team. Well, that's all the time we have tonight. Ruby, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, stepping out of your comfort zone uh, and telling us a little bit about, you know, your background. Ruby, we're so excited to be on this journey with you. We're incredibly proud of everything that you've achieved so far. Go out there, give them hell, run over the top of people, rip off some heads, uh, love our forwards here on the here on the Mojo Sports Podcast. But Ruby, thank you so much for jumping on the pod. Thank you for having me. Any, any time. And to my panellists, uh, always bring in the heat as we talk all things rugby league. Uh, thank you for another night. Um, loved the chat. And to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support. We've been feeling so much love after our one-year um, birthday celebrations recently, the rebrand. We hope you're enjoying all of that. Uh, how to continue to support the podcast, it's simple. Uh, download the podcast, share with family and friends. Thank you for choosing Mojo Sports. And until next week, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.